Thank you for listening to From the Friar. This is Ellie. This is Leon. Thank you all so much for joining us on another episode. This episode was an absolute gem. We had a really fun time watching this episode. Pausing, rewinding, screaming, laughing. So good. This is the best episode that I've seen in a long time. I was actually surprised because I feel like a lot of these episodes, a lot of sections can be fairly dry. I mean, lately with you know Gino and, and whatnot, they're having blowups. That was pretty like <laughs> exciting. I mean, it's kind of like sad for them, but it was exciting. It was scary, us, but viewers. yeah. But wow, so much progress being made, so many revelations, so much lying, so much the truth coming out, people meeting parents. It was incredible. Oh, man. I have lots of questions for you that I held inside while we were watching. The fact that how much discussion we had just watching yes. the episode. Honestly, Alina and Caleb getting kicked out worked in our favor. We're getting so much content, I think. Like, you never know. Maybe some items would have been cut if they were still a yeah. part of this. Or we would have seen it in four episodes from now. Yeah, but yeah, let's get going because that was incredible. Let's start with Kim and Usman. Wow, cringe. So cringe. Whispering in general, super cringy, but the first scene we see is Kim whispering to Usman in bed, we had sex last night. She kind of creeps me out. The way It's she, a lot. It's a the lot. The way she interacts with Usman and she keeps doing that whole I won thing, it's it's really weird. And her's like, oh, I can't believe I'm Soulja Boy's girlfriend. You practically yes. beg this man or you basically gave him an ultimatum. Well, she equates it to being Michael Jackson's girlfriend. it's very weird because kim is a very adult woman it's just she's a fully adult woman and just some of the things she's but a fangirl is yeah it's it's a lot of fangirling and it's it put it makes me uncomfortable she said i'm scared to get out of bed i'll be walking all funny it was a lot so the african sex is way different than american sex wait you mentioned this in the last episode they're just including a little too much. Yes. Romantic. Time. Way too much. I feel like it. Ninety days. I get it. I get it. They're gonna poke just just a little too. Let much. it leave to my imagination to where my imagination just cuts it off. I don't even have to think about it. Have I told you that yams are ruined for me every time I go to the grocery store? You are. Right. I know I'm not the only one. There's no way. Everyone that goes to the grocery store sees the yams. We're like, fuck. You're, we don't want you're to. You're repulsed when anyone makes the fist motion. <laughs> Oh my god. I physically react. It's so gross. Can we stop doing the fist? Multiple people did it in this episode. Also, I don't need Kim I don't need Kim breaking down sexy time. No, we know what it is. Though I did cackle when she booped his nose. Oh my and said, You like to keep me on my toes. When Usman thinks it's cute, but when he rests his head on her shoulder... No, that's not cute. fucking weird. It's such a, like, mommy-son thing, and it's so okay. gross. This, the way the angle of the camera in the in the van was, it makes Kim proportionally, like, way bigger <laughs> than him. And, and it almost it, looked like she's riding with, like, a little child next to her. That's what I'm saying. That adds to the grossness. Because yeah. we saw it when he was doing the music video as well. Oh, he's so tired at the end of the day. He's going to snuggle her. It's so uncomfortable. Okay, I got to go back to just one quote that yeah. she said earlier on in the episode. She'll be there when he gets his first Grammy because she got the yammy. Oh. Think about that next time we go to the grocery store. Oh, boy. Awful. When they're doing their awkward mother-son cuddling, nurturing thing in the van, they're going to a spice farm. I would go to this in a heartbeat. It Absolutely pre- it beautiful. Pre- it pretty cool. 
the woman at the farm who is kind of acting as her tour guide, hilarious. I would watch a show about her and her life and her working and explaining to me all the different spices and aphrodisiacs. Love it. What did, what did she call it? Nighttime food? Nighttime food. I, I love the producers, man. They're getting good. You know, they're not so much throwing shade at other people, but the fact that he put her on the spot. It's like, what's what's nighttime food? You drink the spices, you get high, enjoy the night food. Sex, of course. Give me a show. Love her. So we find out that Usman cannot kiss Kim on the lips in public. So you actually made the comment when we were watching. He's kissing everything but her lips. So he did explain that. But this is weird. He says he cannot kiss her in public on the lips. But what about when they're in their hotel room and they have full camera crew there? Is that considered private? Because I swear I've seen them kiss on the mouth in the hotel room. I'm curious what the culture is of sex before marriage. If you can't even kiss in public. I think, well, his whole thing was you have to be in a relationship. You have to be on the way to marriage. But I'm pretty sure it's supposed to be marriage. And that's why with his ex-wife, he said, well, we were already engaged. Gotcha. But he's not even engaged to Kim. No. We see on the next time on that Usman is going to finally tell Kim about Zara. It is not just a common African name that he vaguely wrote a song right, about. For, it's a real all, woman. First of all, didn't they fucking preview this in the last episode? They previewed the fight, yes. They didn't even preview any of the things that actually happened this episode. They love this, doing this. This must be where the editing got fucked up, though. Like, they're trying to, like, fit things Maybe. in. Because they previewed him having to tell her something last time, and they still haven't showed it this time. It's, Probably. I don't know. I kind of dislike when they do shit like this. Yeah, because I'm waiting for that moment. Gino and Jasmine. Things are doing a lot better with them. They are in the same room. They're packing to go back to Panama City and no one's throwing anything. I'm so blown away that they're even, like she has from, to really love him, right? From from the yeah, from the fight that happened to now, I can't even believe they're in the same space, no. same room. It it honestly blows me away. I watched this woman walk around in a thong for 24 hours just screaming at Gino, screaming about Gino. I'm very surprised that they are even nice-ish to each other, but they're fully still in a relationship. So again, we're talking about how this episode's all about cringe. Gino kept her fingernail that he found on the floor. Why did he have to say that? He he thought it was going to be equivalent to Jasmine saying, here, I kept this. I I want to give it back to you to remember you by. I kept a shirt. And he responds with, I found your fingernail on the floor and I kept that. Here, let me show you. I'm going to go through my backpack for 15 minutes to try to find it and take out all these pens and oh, useless you, things. Now that I think about it, did you get kind of um like serial killer vibes? Yes. I yes. have your fingernail, but I'd rather have you. <laughs> uh, no, no. I'm backing away slowly. We're not on the same flight. Don't contact me again. My fingernail? Bruh. Honestly, that might even be my reaction if it was a shirt or something. You didn't ask me. Don't take my stuff. Don't take DNA from me. Gross. Well, I'm glad he picked up the toothbrush from the forest. (laughs) But I jokingly, when he said, uh, yeah, I got the toothbrush because I'm going to return it. (laughs) (laughs) Knowing Gino, I'm surprised he didn't say that instead of, you know, hey, I saved it for you because I just thought I'd never see you again. Well, he saved the toothbrush because it's still good. You just have to change the top. So ah. I think he fully intended to either give it to another woman or use it himself. <laughs> or return it. Yeah. He'll just be like, oh, it didn't work to my abilities yeah, or my yeah. standards. Battery's dead. It doesn't work. 
Gino and Jasmine are then traveling to the Providence of David to meet Jasmine's mother. She's not ready for the kids to meet Gino, so she arranged to have them stay with their father. Which is interesting because I feel like how fast their relationship is going, that should be on the level of meeting the mother. You need the blessing. You need to see how they interact. You need to see if right. it's when natural. You, I've seen some other couples where the, the kids sort of have a say into... Yeah. Do you like this person? Do you get weird vibes you know, from them? How do you feel? We're going to have a partnership. You know, maybe some parents out there would be like, I don't give a fuck. Like, there's two big. Don't get to have an opinion. Maybe that's the situation. Sure. Because there's a, we're almost seeing a range on this season. We're having Jimena and Mike where Mike asks this tiny child if he can be the father and some really intimate questions that I don't think should be answered. And then we have the all the other way of the spectrum where you're not even going to meet them. But it is odd because the goal is to propose or get on the process of marriage at some point in this in the season. That's what I'm saying. I don't know when that's going to happen. Maybe after the proposal when it's it'd, official. It'd be weird to propose and then say, okay, now we're engaged. You can meet my kids. I'm like, what if your kids hate him? Okay, well, it does make a little bit more sense now that we talk about it out loud. So let's say the mom does give the blessing. Then she's willing to even entertain oh, it for I, the yeah, kids. Yeah, okay. She's putting a little bit of a, a protection gap. Exactly. Okay, okay I support it mm. now that I talk about it. The hotel that they stay at in David, David, sorry, I'm saying it real bad. David. Yes. Beautiful. They are going to some hitters. Can Jasmine plan me a vacation in Peru, please? They, Panama. Panama. What am I saying? Yeah, sorry. We're getting MPs. But yeah, they, they are going to some luxurious, beautiful locations with incredible scenery. Honestly, the dream. Incredible. This is this is Dino's like two-week vacation. He's hitting some spots. Yeah. This is really cool. It's interesting that, I mean, this relationship is going to be, it's always going to be where Gino is always in the doghouse. Like, that's just how, I'm guessing this is how her relationships always go. Well, we get the perfect examples here when he says he's going to explore if she would like to take a nap. And she says, yep, report. Yeah, she's like, you know, you know the what to do. Evidence and reports. Like, that's creepy. Th- that's never going to go away. Or or the fact that uh, she says basically, like, he has to double down his efforts. Yeah. That's like, because now gonna... he's in the doghouse. But I f- it almost feels like he's always in the doghouse. Like, how well, how much more is he supposed to do besides so he... giving you pictures and reports? And I'm not defending Gino. Like, I know he's no, got no, some no. Weird he's a piece shit, of shit about no. him. No, we do not. But, I mean, what do you want this guy to be a slave to you? You want this guy to be your partner? Both. I think that's the expectation. Did you notice that Gino, while he was exploring, was carrying around this almost pencil bag looking thing? It drove me crazy. At first I thought it was like a fanny pack. I would support a fanny not. pack. It's almost like he's got his items in like a little pouch. He but want to just holding pocket. it. I don't know. Annoyed me. Also, we assumed that there was cash in it. Yeah, that's what I guess. But then he said... Hey, do you take card? Yeah. At the jewelry store? Maybe it's one single credit card in this bag. What did you, what did you think about that scene? Disappointed. What did you think about, um, okay, Gino's out here sending money to sugar babies or whatever. Sending money to sugar babies, paying for all of these expensive resorts. But he tends to draw the line on really odd things. So he's sending money to sugar babies. He's doing these lavish vacations, but he couldn't buy those clothes, any clothes. He could have bought one outfit at the beginning of the season. Yeah, will not do it. But also, he's kind of giving Jasmine the shaft here. He oh, is she's essentially gonna, she's gonna react to this. spending the same amount of money on her engagement ring as he sends to one of the sugar babies. And this is just one transaction. Yes. So the fact that the $900 ring was too much and out of his very strict budget is bullshit. 
I was very mad that he spent, what was it, 270 I think? And he even tried to bargain it down to 250 Yeah. Trash. I think they... This the scene is shown for two purposes. One, it's just to obviously they're sort of the steps are going to come whether they're moving forward or he's going to propose, but also because to let us know the price of the ring because Jasmine is totally going to blow up on him. Yep. Cuz he even mentions she likes to find her things in life, so she's I feel like she's going to read that ring so fast. I think so too. <sighs> he just would have been so much better off getting the 900 i don't Honestly, even think wait, that would have been I, I, even, I even take yeah i even take it but i take back what i even just said because yes you're right it wouldn't matter what ring he got she's gonna just like yeah she's gonna say it's trash it's but not gonna be good though i kind of it's a little better i just feel like let's say you're on a tight hey, everyone out there yeah if you're tight budget it's cool that's the thing but it's you cool. both know that and that's the standard right I don't give a shit if you get your engagement ring at Walmart. Yeah. That means something to you and you're giving it to someone you love who loves it. Who cares? That's between you guys. Yeah. What I'm saying is he's spending the same amount of money on a sugar baby and random women online, but he can't fork up more money for right. apparently right. the his dream woman who does expect more and who has been treated to these lavish vacations. It's It's just not adding up. I'm just mad that Gino still sent her photo. So no matter what he does, I'm pretty much going to have an opinion. Yeah. It's been tainted. Jasmine told her mom that they met through an international conference through the university that she worked for. She's very concerned about her mom giving the blessing and bluntly says, if she does not give the blessing while I love you, we will not be getting married. I get where Jasmine's coming from. I mean, the pressure of the divorce last time. For sure. And she's sort of... You know, you're shielding your mom. You know, you want them to have a good outlook. Yeah, she hasn't you. brought other people around. Yeah, so, so I, I get what she what she's saying, and it's good that she's telling Gino up front, so there wouldn't be any surprises. Gino will not take the hat off for prayer, and that annoyed the crap out of me. Do you think he's an atheist? I mean, maybe, but I think it's when you're in someone's house, you kind of have to do what they're doing. For example. Someone prepares you food, you eat it. For example, someone killed a goat for me when I went to a very small village. Not a fan of intestines, but you know what? You do it. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Let's say he is an atheist. He does not believe. He does not believe in that religion specifically. You don't have to pray, though. You could just take your hat off. That's what I'm saying. You just have to kind of do the motions. You have to show a level of respect. Even in some people's culture, like, being inside and wearing a hat is considered rude. Yeah. So. Oh, my God. Okay. He was wearing that, um, not a straw hat. I don't know what you call those hats. The ball hat would have been better. The ball cap. No, 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 no. But I just, every time I see him with. A hat, especially if it's outside of the ball cap, I just know there's a ball cap in his backpack. Oh, I know. That's all back- I think he's about got now. The backup always on the ready. Because of <laughs> what happened, because of what happened, there's a minimum of two hats in that backpack. What if she ripped off the second hat <laughs> and he whips out a third hat? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Because that happened, I bet there's multiple Gino, hats. Gino's a fucking cartoon character. <laughs> He's going to start whipping out hats from, like, all kinds of fucking He, like, movies. has a compact one in his pocket. Oh, like a rolled up one? Yeah, like those oh, really... Oh, no, like a runner's one. Yes. Like a runner's those hat. Those real thin yeah. ones. Oh, my God. <laughs> He's got one in his back Someone pocket. give this man a deal. <laughs> oh, my God. Is that all on no. them? Oh. There's a hat in the black baggie. Wasn't his credit card. It's a runner's hat. Or it's a, 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 a bandana. I like it. Yep. Oh, a bandana. That's good. That's like the emergency, emergency one. <laughs> like, you just need something. I don't get it. Dude, just shave your head. Your head's a normal shape. I, I don't I don't know. Whatever. Memphis and Hamza. 
this was a roller coaster. Thank God they are using the translator yeah, app. Yeah, they are actually communicating to some extent. The, totally agree with you. A complete roller coaster because I was talking shit. I thought I knew what the situation was and oh boy, I didn't. It, it's so one I see of those, uh, I don't want to get married. I'm not sure. Okay, let's get, okay, I'll sign the paper. Okay, we can get yeah. married. I'm like, what? <laughs> this is all happening like a, like a two hour time frame. Exactly. So the first scene is essentially Hamza saying that he wants more time before marriage. This is my question. Did Hamza ever propose or did Memphis say, I'm coming we, over and we're getting married? We couldn't recollect if there was actually a moment where he's like proposed. Not even that. Just, you're coming to this trip and we're getting married. And that's the expectation. But he, I really don't think he proposed. I feel feel like it's like that where I'm coming over there and we're getting married. That's the feeling we got from Memphis, I think. Yes. Because she was the one that stated after like one week they're going to get married. Yes. Yeah, I don't. And I think you, you were trying to look if she had like any, even like an engagement ring. And yes. I don't, I don't anything. Think, I don't anything so. that shows that they're actually engaged versus this vague plan. One, one thing she mentioned that I'm honestly, I could not be in a relationship with someone like this. If someone doesn't agree to a marriage, same thing with Kim. Like, oh, if we don't get married on this trip, yeah, we just can't have a relationship. I'm like, th- this could be the person of your, of your, for your life forever. Yeah. Just because they don't want to get married in this moment in time of this session, you you want to just dump them and never communicate with them? That's Can ridiculous. you imagine if I gave you this ultimatum when I would go visit you, when you were stationed in various places, if I went on a trip to see you? I would get married. Hell no, you would not have <laughs> married me. For just the principle alone, you are just as stubborn as I am. So if I gave you this, you'd have been like, get on that plane. <laughs> <laughs> nah. But I just, I don't know. I, I just don't like it. Considering everyone just talks it up like they're so in love, but the person could just say, "Hey, I'm not. I don't feel comfortable marrying you just right now." They go, "Well, I don't know." But what's the what's the reason to wait? Just so he's more comfortable, get to know you more, more comfortable. Maybe they found out some things and need more time to reflect. I guess versus, that makes sense. Well, with versus, them especially, versus just give me a day to reflect and decide if we're going to get married. I'm like, you're telling me a lot of really serious shit. Fine, fine. Like I need some time. <laughs> She asked Hamza why he would make her get all this stuff ready and prepare for nothing. But I don't feel like she's prepared anything. Hamza's had to go to, what is it, the embassy or the consult. I, of course, there's probably stuff we didn't see, but I don't feel like they've had to arrange much she at all. She probably had to get documents together and bring them with For her? herself. Yeah. So, I don't know. Also, I really hate that she confronts Hamza with you lie 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 i'm like bitch he lied about his age like that's yes. the only thing i think he's lied about just the, the way you word things and like okay he lied about one thing yeah which isn't that big of a deal because they still are decently close in age i, I think memphis is like 31 or 32 hamza said he was 28 he's 26 but he's 26 it's so that not bad. From like three years to five years not crazy in the grand scheme of things you're no. relatively close to the same age uh, maybe it is odd for her because for all we know, her ex-boyfriend and ex-husband, maybe they were older men. So it's like a maybe. big shift. Like maybe they were 39, I mean, 38, and he's okay, like much younger. Here's always my argument with that. Is a 24-year-old and a 26-year-old that different when it comes to terms of parenting and starting a whole different life? I think it's going to be stressful regardless of the age. Yeah. So I don't think it's that big of a deal. Yeah. Well, especially where that individual is coming from of not being a parent. Yes, you know, never. Not, not I mean, not doing anything yeah. for themselves. Yeah. No cooking, no cleaning. You're not changing your bedding. Like, yeah. and nothing. We, we could say that anyone from, you know, 
twenty to forty. They're all gonna if they've never. Parented, <laughs> I hope not. If they don't have their well, if they don't have their own kids. Oh, okay. Parented, I thought you meant as yeah. far as like cleaning, no, cooking. No, no, no. Like, yeah, taking care of children and stuff. Like, you've never had a kid. Like, anyone from any of these age ranges, they're gonna experience the same, the same things. Hamza expresses that he's afraid that she will end up leaving him. It's weird though. He this had, is he had an issue with the prenup, and he says, you know, like you need to trust me, and she says, I do trust you. I just need you to sign it. And he says, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it just went away that fast. Yeah. At this point, this is where her programming starts to glitch. Her AI that has been installed is just not working correctly. In her best kind of robot voice, she says, you cannot be afraid of the past. You have to look forward to the future. In a weird way, she's trying to either slow down her speech for him to understand. You're using a translator app, just go. But then... She actually changes how she pronounces some words, and I'm like, oh my Debourse. god. What, what are That's not going to help him. What are you doing? It drives me crazy. That's, that's when I was like, the machine learning is broken. <laughs> it, it met its end. Like, there's no more code written. Like, <laughs> no. That, honestly, is one of the biggest gripes about her this whole season, is I cannot stand that she's dumbing down language for him. The translator app got it. it you haven't also, even tried. Also, I know the translator app isn't perfect, but... If you want to go a little bit deeper, you can un- you can download different keyboard styles for yes. your phone. So if like let's say Hams is like that translation was dumb, he can just type out his thoughts and it would just translate that for her like much easier than what we're seeing. This is where Memphis tells Hamza about her ex-husband and the fact that she stayed at his house for 4 nights. All right. When we heard this, at first I think I asked you and I thought, you know, do you think they poked? And I was like, "Hell yeah." But now, hell no, I don't think they've hugged. But hey, no, I assumed, no. this is what I this is what I assumed, this is what I assumed. Mind you, I didn't know at the time it was this long. I assumed it was something like they co-parent, the kids wanted to stay over. Oh yeah, you had like, this well, whole story. Which is like, well, you know, I might as well, I'm going to just stay over there with you guys. Yeah. Um, That was so wrong. But actually the kids were there. Because she mentioned, yes, yes, yeah, they yeah, were yeah, there. The kids were there because he was, you know, taking them to school, all that stuff. And then Hamza just walks away. Cut to. He's like, fuck it, this shit. Cut to really awkward arguments in front of mom. I feel so bad for her. She's chilling in her Hello Kitty PJs and fluffy slippers, and she is just trying to chill. No, then you have these two people barging in, arguing. She has to try to be mediator with her limited language. Yeah, there's like a language gap. Any trying to be the mediator, peacekeeper. It's it's a whole scene. I have sympathy for Memphis, but the way that she deals with conflict drives me crazy. When Hamza says, this is not okay, she says, well, fuck it, and just walks away. You have to communicate. This is not going to be the biggest problem in your relationship in your life. So that bugs the shit out of me. You have to, yes, you can give each other space, but you have to calmly talk to each other. You can't just say, fuck it. I did love when Hamza's mom had to explain what moral support meant to Hamza. The translator app maybe said it in a weird way, but she understood what was meant. She explained it to Hamza, and then she chuckles, but there's no one but him. Oh my god, she the shade. There was shade. I love this woman. She's usually so sweet, but that was like her was shade. Translation, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Nobody else she could have gone to? We find out that the reason that she needed that comfort was because she failed her state board exam to be able to like actually practice. That's a nurse practitioner? Yep. Okay. And... 
while I was even super judgy, I'll fully admit that before I knew it, when she explains how severe this was and how deep her depression was, how she could not feed herself. She could not take care of the kids. Her ex-husband stepped up, took her and the kids in, took care of her for four days. Great. That's awesome. I cannot talk shit about that at all. So I really commend this guy for, yeah, that's your ex, but you don't want anything bad to happen. You want to make sure the mother of your children is taken care of. You want to make sure your kids are taken care of, that everyone's healthy. Yeah, you might not be together, but you still want a healthy relationship and your kids to be happy. So the reasoning is totally valid now. Do you think it was easier for her to go to her ex-husband than her sister? Yeah, she did explain that she doesn't have a lot of friends and maybe... It sounds like that she was building that relationship with her sister. So maybe at that time, they weren't very close. Yeah, it could also be that maybe he's just closer to their school. Yeah, and just... Just make it a lot easier. Exactly, and that's their father, so... Hopefully now that this is all open... I mean, it did seem to immediately calm down. He understood, his mom understood. It seemed to be okay. So hopefully things are a little better from here on out. Mike and Jimena. Mike and Jimena are in a taxi on the way to go look at wedding dresses, and oh boy, there is tension. She hates him. You can... The the sheer amount of distancing that's going on in these scenes is prevalent. Yeah. There is like not... Thick. It is thick. There's a thick wall. It's not just like, uh, I'm building up a wall. No, boy, that's a thick wall. This is when you're so disgusted with your partner that even their presence is annoying. It's almost like she doesn't even want to look at him. No, she doesn't look at him. And when she does, it's with her sad eyes. I did think it was weird. Well, maybe not weird. I did think it was odd that Mike has been so involving of the family. I did think it was weird that he didn't bring any of her sisters or her mom or her stepmom. Maybe he didn't realize that that was something that women do together. she... She said that they couldn't make it that day. Oh, really? Okay. But then but, no, doesn't no one work in that home? I don't know. But here's what I'm saying. School or something? Who knows? She knew she wasn't marrying him. She yeah. purposely was not going to invite them, even if oh, he brought yeah. it up. Oh, yeah. So that was my initial thought of like, oh, why would he? He's been very involving with the family. Why would he not have them come? But, oh, okay. So she already knows she's dropping him. Right. So, so I'm not going to put my family through No, that. or get attached to this thought of a wedding that isn't going to happen. Right. Oh, good, uh, good, uh, good insight there. Yeah, that all planned out, didn't you? Yep. Jimena did seem really happy trying the wedding dresses on. She looked beautiful, but... There's probably something powerful about putting those dresses on. There is. I mean, like, this is a very en- big some moment. energy. It's a symbol of what's to come and the commitment you're what, making. What could be. Yes. Yeah. And so while she was very happy, you could tell she was holding back, and even she says... You know, there's a world out there of a some nice, lonely lady who just goes to wedding dresses. <gasps> That's so sad and to just, try on dresses. Just them on. Oh, that's really sad. I hope I hope you find your someone. Or it can be an absolute asshole like Alyssa on no, Married so, at First sorry, Sight. So, so in my mind, actually, dresses. no, in my mind, that was actually the person. I was like, yes, if if you're doing that, I hope you find someone. You know, but if you're like Alyssa, you creep. Like, I can I can I can <laughs> see I can see there's someone out there that does that. There's a range. So either you're a super yes. nice person that have, you just you, haven't found you just haven't found your yep, and you just other. want that day, or you're Alyssa and you're fucking crazy. Yeah. No, no. Robin from Sister Wives. <laughs> no, I'm oh sorry. my god. I'm such a tangent. Oh my god. Okay, so Robin from Sister Wives. No, let's finish that thought because I know exactly okay. where you're going. Okay. You're also either Alyssa or you're a creep like Robin and you take all of your sister wives to go pick out a dress and you secretly return with the man you're about to marry and dress shop with him. Also, in what culture is it not bad luck that if they see you in the dress, it's bad luck? I don't know, but I just think it's bullshit. That whole thing. You were you were snaky from season one. Yep. No. Unforgivable. I would never trust her again from that 
From yeah. that moment, I know you're sneaky. Nope. There's some weird shit going on if you're lying to my face. Yeah, you put on a whole performance to then go behind my back. No, 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 no. Going no, back. No, no. Oh, no. Wait, I got one more. <laughs> you know what that signals? What? Yeah, you're like my sister wives. It's cool. That's wedding dress shop. But the opinion that really matters is the man. Oh, yeah. That's absolutely so what that your, means. You have an opinion. Eh. I need the man's opinion. I put on this performance to make you feel like I care about you, but I don't. I'm here for the man, not the family. Boom. Take what you will. Sorry about that. Big tangent. We don't have a Sister Wives episode this week, so we had to get it in where we could. (laughs) After Jimena tries on the wedding dresses, they sit down to have a serious conversation, as any normal person would in the middle of a bridal shop. Yep. I always imagine the workers at these settings, they must be so uncomfortable. I kept trying to make the woman that was helping me get it in my dresses being like, which one looks better? She was like, I think any one that you choose looks best. She was like, don't put that on me. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. Like, I asked her like four times to be like, from... An outsider standpoint, which one looks nice? She was like, all of them. No, because you're going to buy it. You're going to yeah. take your photos. You're going to be like, I fucking hate it. Yeah, and it's this bitch's fault. That's exactly what She's like, so she was don't, like, no. Don't fucking put me in that position. <laughs> your girl is adamant about getting these surgeries. Way too adamant. You know, Mike is doing a couple of smart responses. He's saying, hey, I love you just the way you are. Yep. You know, we should be focusing on the marriage. And she's like, this is the most important thing to me right yep. now. I'm like, that's fucking weird. Jimena asks, why, if you are willing to pay for my dress, why don't you give me money for my operation? Mike responds with, it doesn't make sense. Jimena then says it does make sense. If she could have the operation, she could work and she could model. Mike explains that he likes her body the way it is. Jimena says she would like the operation first and then the wedding. She said she's going to have the operation the day after Mike leaves, so she needs the money tomorrow. She needs the five grand now. I didn't know you could schedule these that fast, but hey, maybe you can there. Feels real Tinder swindler. It does. I am in danger. My enemies are after me. (laughs) I need $50,000. Yeah. She gets fed up and says the dress is not going to be bought today. I do applaud Mike for standing his ground. I do. I think a lot of guys would have caved right here. I think it's a consensus that he actually did give her the... I think so. I've been trying to snoop on the social medias, and I can't tell for sure because I've only snooped like twice. Mm. Maybe I'll do some deep diving. Fast forward to Mike, Jimena, and the kids kind of playing in bed and hanging out. Mike asks the kids if they're ready for bed, and Jimena responds with, yes, but you will be sleeping in the other room. And then we find out they haven't been alone this entire trip. This is uh, back to uh, Sister Wives. I was just going to say that. Are we ever going to be intimate? No. Um, No. Mike is Christine. Christine's going to find herself and get the fuck out. Strong, independent woman. Mike actually said that the kids have been sleeping with them. Mm-hmm. My God, that those kids are only getting bigger. There's <laughs> no fucking way they could comfortably fit on this bed. Maybe they're just curling up. There is no way. I think Mike kind of, when she mentions no, or like, you know, I don't want to. Yeah, she I just bet said you his body was like cold so fast. You know like, his heart like skipped a beat when she said, no, I don't want to. Super cold. Just super straight to the point. She says... You are weird and explains in very detail about all the things that he does that smothers her. If I stop eating, you stop eating. If I go to another room, you go to another room. Okay. I I get what Mike's doing because he's, this isn't like his home. Like he's also a visitor. So he's sort of trying to like follow in her footsteps of like, what's okay to do here? Like I'm uncomfortable. It's so it's a I little to- bit past that. If, if what she's saying to that degree is true. Yeah. Maybe you the- can chill in the home. 
She also mentions the, you know, if I'm sleeping, you're like awake staring at me. <laughs> I get it. Maybe if you like did it once and you're like, oh, you sleep so beautifully. And then you're like, okay, I have to work. Like, I'm just going to get up and yeah. go do my thing. Okay. Here's my theory. Okay. She's used to men being like in prison or being a well, Sicario. Hey. So she's not used to this dude just being real in her face, real loving. Real present. Really- very present. Very That's a present. good way. Borderline yeah. smothering yeah. <laughs> when these guys are off doing some other stuff, you know. Yeah. I also think he's never recovered with, her, you know, her thinking he's kind of um disgusting, a, a little bit of a slob, I guess, or just not to her standards of cleanliness. I think he's trying. He's trying, but I feel like it's, it's just not who he is, and it's gonna be, it's a lot to change. It's a lot to change, but I really do think he's trying it. No, I bet you he tries, but there's probably just things that he just... It's going to take longer. Yeah, there's just things that just take time. Maybe he's got too much shoulder hair. I don't know. Like, There's just like random little things that people might just be used not be used to. I'm laughing because there's definitely times when we've awkwardly made eye contact when you were waking up. And you were just like, stop. <laughs> you just like, roll over and you're like, stop looking at me. There was this one time where... I was sleeping on my side. It might have been in Utah. I was, I was sleeping <laughs> on my side. It was side, in Utah. And Ellie just started stacking a bunch of shit on me. <laughs> oh, wait. No, no, no. That was Maryland. That was Maryland? Yeah. Like fucking pizza so boxes. He just got back from like a training day or something like that. PlayStation and controllers and I was shit. super bored because I've been hanging out. Clearly. <laughs> yes. There's only so much you can do on a base. So I was like hanging out. You came back. Yeah, I you, knew. There's like, this is my 10th walk around <laughs> the fucking base. <laughs> Fucking over it. So, you needed a crash. I understood that, but I was bored. So, I was like, let's have fun with your sleeping. So, I put, like, the toaster on you and a pizza box and a spatula. I was seeing how much I could stack on him until it either fell over or he woke up. It neither happened. So, then I just had to awkwardly, like, gently remove everything. (laughs) I wish I remember what I was doing that I was so tired. I have no idea. You're doing a lot. So, I don't know. Mike asked Samena if she loves him. And she says, no, I do not love you. Go home. There's nothing left to do. uh, If someone just says, I don't love you and calls you disgusting or overbearing and then wants boob money, you should just, it's time to walk away. Absolutely time to go. There's nothing left for you here. Cut your losses. That's it. Tell those boys you love them on the way out. Head out. You think you got the hot thing with some sexy tattoos. Hey man, you just, you're going to find your person. Yeah. You will find your person. There's a lot of nice ladies in New York. Yeah, you'd be all right. Look for, look for a nice right, girl. Doug Mike about to come out. <laughs> prison Mike. Prison Mike. Hopefully not. Yeah, <laughs> Hopefully Prison not. Mike is not coming out. Now, for my favorite part this episode, Ben and Mahogany. There was so much wrong in all of these scenes. I screamed. So good. Like, Ben went from shit show nothing's happening to maybe the best storyline this season. <laughs> Okay, here's my question. Who thinks that we are stupid, a.k.a. the viewers of this show? Is it TLC who is scamming us and this entire thing is fake? Or is it Mahogany who is the scammer, not not the whole production and everything? So who thinks we're idiots? Is it Mahogany herself or is it the entire TLC staff? Uh, Mahogany. That's the vibe I get as well. So yeah. initially I was like, oh, she's an actress. I TLC feel like production her. knows what she's up to. But they can't tell Ben. They don't want to break his heart. But he that, ca- he caught on later. Yeah. I'm I was real worried for a while because yeah, he, he kept yeah. making excuses for every red flag. Yeah. Do you want to kind of walk through what we experience, <laughs> what everyone has experienced as a whole? I hope the listeners were on the exact same wavelength as us because this was fucking incredible. I had so much fun this episode. 
The amount of times we rewound, rewound, rewind, hmm. rewounded. Yes, rewinded. <laughs> the amount of times we watched scenes over <laughs> was awesome. We see Ben in his bathroom of the hotel room experimenting with bronzer for the first time. I mean, come people, on, that's like scene one. People Holy in the shit. world. <laughs> yes. Like, we got this old dude putting on bronzer. Like, Please what? do not experiment with, like, self-tanner or bronzer day one of a vacation. You will not have a good time, and then you have... Just don't do it. Don't worry, his MUA gave this it to him. This is so corny. This is where the producer they're, comes they're in again. so corny. The production was like, okay, we gotta make him say it. What's a MUA? <laughs> they know damn well, but they uh, want him to say it. My makeup artist. He got to ride in a moto taxi. I love Those moto taxis. Look not fun on both. They're all right. The drivers are usually re- really I feel nice. Like my ass would just be getting torn up. <laughs> the thick bum, just bam. Ah. So I mean, yeah, that's part of it. But if you don't know what a moto taxi is, it is essentially a three wheeler that has an external shell built around it. So you have the seats in the back. You have the one seat for the driver. Generally has the handlebars. They're real, real popular in like commuter countries or countries where it's like real dense like india parts of mexico even small towns where like you might not have a car but people could afford like yes taxis. exactly so yeah. honestly they are a main mode of transportation side ramp but moto taxis love them but the one in peru had like a fucking body that group. was the fanciest moto i've like ever seen transformer or something the amount of money put into the scene of Ben and Mahogany embracing on the boardwalk was insane. This it was is extra. why it was extra. That's why I'm like, is TLC the one frauding us or is it just Mahogany? Mahogany isn't setting up they a got, drone shot. Yeah, they got drone shots, beautiful ocean views. Mm. Suspicious. See, awkward, pick up on these. Awkward embraces. Oh, breadcrumbs. Remember the embrace. Okay, remember the embrace at the restaurant and here and compare it to yeah. the embrace oh, when he leaves yes. the Airbnb. Yes, okay. I refuse to acknowledge this as an apartment. Okay. So breadcrumbs, we're coming back to that. This is at a restaurant where she's having him try ceviche for the first time next to the boardwalk. Ben asks, what made you lose trust when I traveled here? If you noticed during this conversation, Mahogany never has to answer a question. She picks off what Ben is trying to say and says, yes, that's it. Do you think she's just like a really shitty scammer? Like she has no answer? She's definitely an actress for sure. Whether she set this up herself or TLC did, I can't decide. Okay. But yeah, she's just an actress, a scammer. I don't, I don't know what the goal is. She she got money out of him. So there's that. But also I think she just wants to be on TV as well. Even if she is acting... It's real bad. Spoiler. Like, I think that's actually her parents. (laughs) Oh, me and you have different thoughts on this as well. Yeah. So we'll get to that. So while Ben is talking to her and questioning her, again, he asks, what made you lose trust? He follows that up with, was it your father? And she goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was my father. When he says, well, what is it? Is it my age? She goes, yeah, it's your age. She never has her own thoughts. It's, It's always just a build off of what he's trying to get across. Ben asked to meet Mahogany's parents tonight, and she said it will be very difficult. I thought there's no fucking way these parents are showing up. Same. Some and shit's going to come her. up, some tender swindling shit. She's going to be like, they got sick, and I need $5,000. <laughs> yes, exactly. They, yes. We need to pay a hospital bill. Yep. Ben arrives at, air quotey fingers, Mahogany's apartment, a.k.a. the Airbnb that either she paid for or TLC So here's my... Conspiracy, totally probably not true at all. Mahogany asks the parents, like, hey, the dude's actually coming. Do you want to meet him? 
And they're like, there's no fucking way you're bringing this old dude into our home. So she's like, okay, what if I get like this Airbnb and like just have you meet him there? Like it's, you know, it's not our home. He doesn't know where we live. And they were like, okay, we'll find out if he's here for the right reasons. Okay. But in the larger picture, so you believe it is just mahogany scamming and getting all these moving parts together. You do not believe it's TLC hired mahogany. No. Okay. So you think it's just mahogany? Yeah. Okay. That's kind of where I'm going as well. Okay. Also, but you're giving her too much credit. The rules would be the parents are in it and she's got like 20 dudes on Oh, uh, I like it. Did you notice that Ben did not bring any gifts for her parents? That was rude. You are meeting these parents that already don't like you. He's a man of God. Yeah, bring a little something. Gino brought some nice chocolates and a card. Come on. Bring me a toothbrush. What are you doing? Yeah, so he arrives at the apartment. And I was cackling. There the scream no, I screamed. There was no fucking way this was her apartment. No. So everything was great. I mean, it looked nice. How did nice, this chick but... not break out in laughter? Like, in belief, like well, in the acting movies. was not good. So you can take that. But she asked, would you like a tour of my home? I like that in Ben's you know, headshot interview. He's like, yeah, she really didn't know her own place that well. That well. Yeah. <laughs> no photos of anything anywhere. American U.S. board games and a surfboard. The the board games, the way they're presented, like nobody puts, nobody puts. You're gonna put it in the closet. You're not gonna put it on display. The board game is not a decoration. No. When he questions the bunk beds, he asks where her parents sleep because she specifically said she lives with her parents, and that kind of tied into the story of my dad does not accept you. I gave her an out, but she probably can't use it because she doesn't have any siblings. Oh. I said. I'm very close to my siblings, so I made up this room in case they ever want to come over and, you know, spend the night. And then Ben would be like, oh, that's so sweet. But I don't think she has siblings. So she can't. No. That, that wasn't an out. But that never stopped her with all of her other lies. So she's she like, really oh, if, uh, you know, friends are partying or something, they could sleep on yeah. this pink bed setting. <laughs> this bunk bed. <laughs> what? Oh, also, a woman with no products out? That's what I'm one? saying. That was my red flag. Not one product. Now... People are great and definitely like tidy up, but there's always a moisturizer out. There's always hair gel out. This one was the final piece that got me her bedroom. Yes. There is no woman in this world that would have a fucking bed like that. Yes. You are not going to have completely clear nightstands, one blanket over some pillows just thrown. Like it's not, it's not going to happen. Did those pillows even had coverings? Just the white plain ones. So and, and the the biggest red flag was not the plainness; it was the fact that there was nothing of her there. No, if you just forget about the room, just look at the bed. There is <laughs> nothing there that tells you. And at this point, a young woman lives there. Yes. No way. But not only that, in anywhere of the house. Uh no. 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 This this was fucking incredible. The uh, production. They must have been dying inside. They're like, this is so... Can you no imagine way. the camera guys, the producers, everything at the end of was the day? Was everyone just side-eyeing Ben like this whole time? Like, bro, like, what? what is this Twilight? I wouldn't be able to hold it in. It's a Twilight Zone. I'm what? cackling. Oh, oh, this... Okay, I wish this happened. This is fucking gold. I was waiting for her to walk around and be like, and this is my spare bedroom. Ah, it's a closet. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> I would love that. It's like a linen closet. Even throughout this whole time, he's still trying to come up with excuses of how this is real. He can't accept the truth. No. He just can't. No. There's no way. So the doorbell rings, and then the people who Leon thinks are Mahogany's parents come in. 
I'm not convinced. Come on. They did a casting call. No. They saw a woman that had a similar nose. No. And brought her in. There was too much care that parents would have that I saw in the scene that they're not fake. They're not actors. Ben says, and oh boy, real grooming energy here. Love knows no age. The dad is like, stop. Stop. So at this point, we believe Ben's... Dots are connecting, by the way. Ben's 52... Mahogany's 24. Yeah, sure. And, you know, the parents have reservations of, like, you're an older man. Like, what do you want to do with my daughter? Like, what's your goals? It's a bit weird. And then Ben says, uh, I'm in love with your daughter. And it translates all funky. And it, it's, well, it's awkward it's because Mahogany awkward. has to translate. Yeah. And then Mahogany's like, what did you mean by that? He's like, oh, you know, like, I love you. I'm in love with you. And she says, okay, he's, está enamorado conmigo. Right? <laughs> and so they're like, the dad's like, is he, like, delusional? It's only been three months. Well, don't worry, because Mahogany is mature for her age. Gross. Again, a very grooming thing to say. Don't say that. Mom let it slip that she is 22 years old. I don't think she let it slip. You are in love with a 22-year-old. Yeah. She's like, she basically wants it to sound bad. Ben's like, you know, his three months of Spanish, She's like, it's like the AI, right? It's like, two, two, do, do, those. But he immediately excuses it and says, it must have been something in the translation. Let me explain to you. If you're using a translation app, the AI knows 22 and 24 are different numbers. The algorithm. (laughs) This woman speaks perfect English. She knows how to say 22 or 24. And and then Ben says, yeah, because she was 23 and then it was her birthday. And I said, happy 24th. And she never corrected him. But then Mahogany's like, you didn't know my age? And oh, he's like, weird. bitch, she goes, I, got she, the, I got the fucking receipts. Why can't he bring up any of the text messages? Dude. Whip out your WhatsApp right now. Show where it says that, that history, you live with your parents. That history is backed up, fam. Show the receipts. Yeah, show me screenshots of you sending these creepy-ass videos to me. What's the background? Is it this apartment? No, it's not. I'll be like, does Mahogany live with you guys? Because she told me she lived with you. Yep, I'm putting her on blast immediately. Let's break out this phone. Let me ask the parents all these direct questions. But no, he's going to make an excuse for everything. Okay. At this point, Ben finds out her age, and he is actually getting considerably uncomfortable. Yes. At this point, Ben thought she was 24, and he's 52. Yes. That's 28 years of difference already. Why does it going from being a 28-year gap to 30 make any difference to this man at all? Yes, exactly. Oh, so 28 was okay. 30 is a little too much. But, okay, if you find out when they started talking, the fact that he thought she was 23. So she was actually 21 when they started talking. And now she's 22, which actually must have been three months ago. She was 21. Yeah. If you think about it. Um, We find out. That his daughter is 22. And that's the line for him. This motherfucker set his dating profile to be two years older than his oldest daughter. That was his range. His range was 24 Mm -hmm. or 23 actually because she was 23. His acceptable range was one year older than his daughter to, you know, probably 30. (laughs) But oh, but now that she's as old as his oldest daughter, it's creepy now. It's, it's too weird. much now, yeah. But when it was it was a plus two years, it was okay. It was fine. Yep. That's dude. God is not leading you to this. <laughs> That's I'm telling you right now. The theme of this their segments are God. This is not God's plan for you. I just found it 
it was hilarious. It was laughable. It was laughable that the two year difference. Yeah. I love when it came out. I, I knew this shit was coming. When we were watching, this was, I, was, I knew it was fucking coming. I was like, his oldest son was like 19. We knew we, he had one more kid. Yeah, but we didn't, didn't want to be we on. Didn't. I was like, does he have a kid that's her age? Yep. And like, we were watching, we were watching, and then he mentions it. I'm like, there it fucking is. But also, I'm still sticking by the fact that he is older than Mahogany's dad. Oh, sure. For sure. Two couple seconds ago, he was fine with dating someone two years older than his daughter. So I guess. I know age is just a number. That's the thing. I, I get <laughs> sure. it. People find love. I, I, I get that. But this isn't it, it's, true love. It's just how in this moment, it, he made it such a big deal for a yeah. two-year difference. Yep. It was a fucking joke to me. Now... I talked about breadcrumbs earlier, and to remember that the types of hugs that Mahogany gave Ben throughout the two episodes that we've seen her. Did you notice that she put her hand on his back? Yes, as he was she was very, very lovely, hand on the lower back, and then goes in for the hug and squeezes him so tight and lovingly. She's trying to sell it at this point, because well, it's starting to unravel. Okay, okay but well, here's why I'm more right then. Why would she sell it to actors? Oh, to her parents, you mean? Yeah. Oh, Why would she I sell guess. it to actors? There's no point. You know, by tonight on Reddit, I'm going to see a no, video of these no. two people I that said, are pretending to I be her parents. I said what I said. They're going to be in a telenovela. I They're going to get said. their version of an Oscar. But no, I am leaning towards what you're saying is Mahogany is the scammer and everything's <clears throat> kind of planned around her. On the next time on, we see Mahogany's friend tell Ben she didn't know he was Mahogany's boyfriend. She only mentioned that she had a friend. So here's where I think the only reason Ben is even still here. Because he barely was mentioned. He awkwardly also ends the conversation. Yeah, he's like, like, I need to go to my hotel. I need to head out now. Yeah. It's, it's my time to go. Yep. And this is where you're thinking, oh, it's my time to go. And then I'm flying out of here. Yeah. But he's still there. So I think, here's what I think. At this point... He knows it's fake. She's yeah. a she's a phony. She's scamming him. Whatever she's doing, he's like, you know what? I might as well just find out some shit while I'm here. Might <laughs> like as well rub it in. Yeah, like, like rub it in. Make her be in awkward situations, or get to the point where she admits that yeah, you know, she's been a phony, fake. That would be good. I support that. Yeah, I love. Yeah, I love that. On the next time on, we also see Gino ask Jasmine's mom for her blessing. And she's scared that Jasmine will end up in the U.S. alone. Mike's friend talks to Jimena and translates for the both of them. Jimena reiterates that she is disgusted by Mike. How awkward and sad to have to translate that to your friend that is in love with this woman. And you've already tried to warn him. Sad. Memphis and Hamza are still fighting about the relationship between Memphis and the father of her child. So that just is never going to be resolved. Kimbali. Usman tells Kimbali about Zara and she says he's making her look like a fool. She fully commits. Yeah, great episode. Love the episode. The Ben and Mahogany shit was just over the top. Wow. All right. Thank you all for listening. I hope you have a good week. Take care of yourself. Stay safe. And we'll talk to you soon. Yeah. Thank you all so much. Hey, again, thank you all for the reviews. Appreciate you. At From the Fryer, hit us up. Yes. Thank you for all the reviews. I only recently learned how to check them and even see them. So I really appreciate the listens and the reviews and just the positive feedback. So I hope you keep enjoying. Bye.